Billy, you want to come over and play stick horse today? Like, yeah, I got a new stick horse yesterday. Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host, Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all, it's really just going to be me, probably. And uh, occasionally maybe some other people. But... Welcome to the Life and Times podcast. It's another week, another week down, and uh, you know, another week in the memory books uh, for some of the things that have happened this week. And before we get to that, let's have a word from our sponsors. Today's show sponsors are Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at boxingbear.com. It's an independent art studio established in 2011, and they have all your art needs. So, if you really love alternative art prints, I would go check out Boxing Bear Print Company at BoxingBear.com, BoxingBear.com, get to them now.com. And the next sponsor is TheCookieBarnWaco.com. They're actually called The Cookie Barn, but that's where you can reach them, at thecookiebarnwaco.com. They're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or for any occasion. Just enjoy them yourself. Uh, they also specialize in company-client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know that you're thinking about them and that you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase... You'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization that helps foster and adoptive families. So every portion, uh, a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another. e1a.org. Thecookiebarnwaco.com. So like I said, welcome back, everybody. Um, so in the announcer world, and I know this is not a thing. Really, I didn't want to make this show about my life about my life, just various stories. But I, I am going to say, I have closed out my basketball announcing uh, career first year in the books, uh, the the area basketball tournament. And I'm sorry if you're from other parts of the world, but uh, basketball, you know what it is. Anyway, so child's basketball, high school, for anybody around here that knows, it's the area tournament. It was over. Oh, by the way, I found this out this week. The area tournament, the area tournament in Oklahoma, is the same as the regional tournament in Texas. So I've been told. So not to confuse, it's the one right before state. And uh, you know, there's boys and girls that both play. The girls' team made it to state, uh, and are setting uh, pretty nice where they're at. And the boys' team closed out their season. They lost and. 
it was kind of horrible they didn't make it to state, to be honest. I mean, they had three losses, so they were a great team also. So that's where we're at with that. Uh, we'll move on from that. But I, some things that happened this week as I'm doing the announcing, but I'm not, this isn't about that anymore. It's, it's this. They're sweeping the court after the game's over. You know, you got to sweep the basketball court. It's something I've watched it happen from childhood. And, and you see the signs, no street shoes on the court. I walked in an old gym today, just today. I walked in an old gym and saw a sign that said no street shoes. And that's what made me think about what I'm about to tell you. So it's, you buy shoes for the basketball court. They're basketball shoes. That's all you use them for. You take them off when you leave the court. That's the thing. It's, uh, it's internationally accepted. Unless you're playing on a dirt court, you know, or whatever. So, um, I started thinking when I was a kid, they always did these charity basketball games and I'm from, uh, you know, the, the, of course the small town, if you're new, everybody else knows, but, uh, if you're new, I'm from, I grew up in this small town and during the charity basketball games, there are two types of charity basketball games that I remember. And one, the newscasters from Tulsa. I'm sure it would be one one channel, but that newscasters would come down and then they would play the locals. Now I don't know who picked the locals team. I don't I don't remember if they're business owners. I mean, because sometimes my dad played. He didn't own a business, but just people that you know in the community. I'm not, I'm not sure how it works, but local people play the newscasters, and you know that in itself, that's not really that big of a deal. Other than when you're a kid, you're like, oh man, I see him on the news. That's cool. And when you get older, it turns out it's not cool. By the way, I secretly taped, uh, what's his name? I secretly taped the Fox 23 guy, Clay Loney. I secretly taped him the other day. He didn't know it. He probably did know it because he probably secretly, he sees people attempting to secretly film him all the time, I'm sure. Um, but when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I see him on TV. I'm a little less fascinated now when I see him, unless it's Clay Loney. Now, uh, if you're from all over the country, you're not going to know, but this guy, he's a local newscaster around here. And the reason that I remember him so vividly and can't forget him, I, I don't remember. I, I would have to go do my research. I don't remember if it was before Ron Burgundy or after. Um, and, and if it was before, then these people were dead serious. And, and Ron Burgundy's character, character probably was, um, it was invented off of people like this. So I don't remember the time frame. I'm just going to give you the commercial. So he must have came from a bigger market, I guess, and been a bigger name. And somehow he lands in Tulsa. And they, <laughs> they, uh, I got to describe this. I got to be descriptive for anybody that's not going to see the video. But he's face, he's looking off. There's a side shot. It's a profile shot. And they, in the commercial, they say, We'd like to welcome to our newest. We'd like to welcome the newest member of our news team, and then he turns to face the camera, just like Ron Burgundy would do. Like so, it went from a profile shot to a straight-ahead shot. You could hear it in the microphone, uh, and he says, "I'm Clay Loney. I'm looking forward to meeting you." That's what he said. I'm looking forward to meeting you, I'm Clay Loney. Now I don't think he said it twice, but that's what I remember. And uh, I'm pretty sure that commercial exists. I wish somebody had it. Please, please send it to me uh, if you if you have it. But I never forgot the guy because of that. I got a little sidetracked just to say I recorded the guy. 
I got sidetracked just to say that uh, I used to be fascinated by them. Now I'm not. Unless it's Clay Loney. Unless it's Clay Loney. Now back to where I was going. You can't wear street shoes on the basketball court. So one of those charity games, besides the newscast, that was really pop every year it was really popular. Every single year, they had a <laughs> they had a donkey basketball game. And I'm and I and to be honest, to be honest, I'm really I actually am confused uh, about the donkey basketball game. And I'm going to tell you why I'm confused about the donkey basketball game. If you can't wear street shoes on the court regularly. Who thought it would be a great idea to be like, hey, you know what we ought to do? We ought to get like 15 donkeys in here. And I, to be honest, I don't remember how they subbed them in and out. I don't remember like a, a bench of people sitting on their donkey waiting to go into the game. I, I guess when you switched, I guess you hopped on uh, on somebody else's donkey, I guess. It's, you know, it's not like having your own shoes. Uh, I guess that you share donkeys. <laughs> I guess I don't remember. I don't remember how it was set up. I just remember they did it every year. And from memory, from memory, Seems like, uh, you know, because sometimes they start bucking, crowd cheers, donkey goes wild, people fly off. I, 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 I recall, I think somebody broke their arm in one of these events. So I'm really confused, like, at, at these fundraisers. Who at the school system now, oh, I'll get to that in a second. I was like, who, at, who was running the school system that said, hey, we should put 15 donkeys in a gym and, you know, just let them run. And, uh, you know, poop everywhere and pee on the court and really scuff it up. Hopefully those donkeys got, uh, hopefully they got shoes. Hopefully they're wearing shoot horseshoes. What are, what do donkeys wear? Do you shoe donkeys? I don't know. Do you, I, I don't know. You'd have to answer me. I always like when I ask these questions when I don't know, cause somebody always texts it later and was like, yeah, they do this. Um, email it if you, if you would like to educate me, but I don't recall ever seeing a, a donkey with horseshoes on, but yeah, you should get those on the court. Let's really scar it up. Uh, and it, what makes me laugh is, and I said, I'll just get to it in a minute. Uh, this school, that's, um, school system that I uh, announced these games for the, the superintendent of this school system was actually a, a coach back then. I don't, I don't remember if it was basketball. I don't know what he coached. Could have been basketball. But if it was, he's the one that condoned donkey basketball. So I say, hey, let's, uh, let's have another donkey basketball game. <laughs> Nobody does that anymore. Can somebody please let me know if that's a thing? I, I, but I just think it's crazy a crazy idea. How many people fall off, break stuff? What? The you lose the money, the charity money. Then you're going to have to give it up to the guy who broke his arm. Or girls, and I don't remember, do you, did you have to dribble? These are all childhood memories. I don't remember, but I know somebody can tell me. I think donkey basketball, man, let's bring that back. You know what else uh, I don't think exists anymore? Now, donkey basketball must have went out a long time ago. And I keep saying donkey basketball, and like it, some of you, like it's going to refresh your memory. Like, wait, did I 10 one? Probably not. Look, if you didn't grow up around where I did or in that area, my 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 wife she she's from uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, and um, I'm like, hey, did you guys have donkey basketball games when you were a kid? And uh, she looked at me like I had three heads, like it wasn't. <laughs> she said, uh, no, 
Uh, so I'm like, well, whatever. You're missing out. You don't know. It's an integral part of my childhood. Um, but you know what else they don't have? And, and I'm not condoning it. I'm going to tell, uh, you know, stories or whatever about it. Not like d- detailed stories. Um, uh, so, you know, if there's, if there's children listening, listening to this part, listen, your mom and dad don't condone it. It's just a random guy on the radio talking. Um, whatever happened to keg parties, man? I, where I grew up, it was like on Fridays, be like, hey, you going to Dan's house? <laughs> hey, you going to Dan's house? I don't know. Look, I didn't know. A, well, no Dan that had keg parties. Random name. But like, hey, you going to Dan's kegger this weekend? Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, $5. $5 all you can drink. <laughs> That's uh, you pay them $5 and they gave you a red solo cup. That's that song didn't come from nowhere, right? The red solo cup song. I don't know the song. I just know it's a, I just know it's a song. Um, $5. Oh, you can drink. And then, and then they have like two kegs. But what I, I remember thinking is funny. Couple, a couple of things. Cause these were high school parties. Um, and they would have like two kegs. I, I look, if they had three kegs, it was a blowout. And, and, for two kegs that cost when I, cause when I got a little older and we went and bought kegs, uh, me and my cousin used to live with them. And then we would drive uh, to Tawny town, Arkansas, you know, for the kegger anyway, but high school party had two or three kegs. This was a huge thing. And those two kegs, they're like $60 a piece. So like for $120, uh, you would literally have like 175 kids who gave $5. Well, who invented this, uh, this keg system party, the keg party system. What a genius. That's probably how those guys, when I was in childhood, that's probably how they had, uh, uh, rims and the, uh, wiper blades that were neon. Does anybody remember the neon, the neon colored, colored wiper blades? I mean, I, I remember the neon colored wiper blades like it was yesterday. I never, I never remember thinking it was cool, but people had them. I don't know if it, I don't, supposedly, uh, it, it knocks the, uh, the water off your car better, I guess, you know, off your windows. (laughs) So, uh, and, uh, you can rest assured that everybody that had neon, uh, wipers on their trucks, on their mini trucks, you know, little, little tiny S tens and things. I only remember them on the tiny trucks. I don't ever remember neon wipers on a big truck. It was only the tiny ones where they were trying to fancy up you know, their small rig they had going there. But I guarantee every person that had neon wiper blades attended keggers every weekend. You could just about mark it down. Uh, but I remember, I mean, I remember so many of those times. Bonfires. You do, So you go out uh, to this guy's house. There would literally be like 200 kids. I, when you had keggers, listen how, listen how I'm saying it. When you had keggers, you didn't just have people from your hometown. There'd be people from the other small town next over coming. You know, not in droves. Then that that leads that leads to high school kid violence. But um, you know, you just sit up by the bonfire with your red solo cup that you paid five dollars for. You know, kegging it up, real keg party. Nobody does that anymore. So, like right now, I know because of social media, people are on their phones all the time. Like just buried in their phones, uh, all the time. I don't know where the interaction comes. I really don't. 
there used to be just 50 people just hanging out together all the time. Um, there's this friend group and that, that I knew these people. I mean, I wasn't in the group that were different town, but there were literally 20 kids that would hang out with each other every night of the week, weekends. Like that's what they did. Now, when I see eight kids together, they're sitting in a circle. Every one of them are on their phones. And what's sad is probably most of those eight, whatever they're doing, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, FaceTime, whatever they're doing in that, they're probably in the same circle. They're literally sending messages back and forth while they're sitting next to each other. And I actually find that to be ridiculous. So, you know, let's have a little more bonding. You know, when this whole COVID thing ends, let's have a little more bonding, kids. Get out there and start those keggers back up. <laughs> I don't think I don't think kids have done that for a long time. Not that I know of. You know, somebody may be listening to this right now, though, in uh, you know a town that's got five hundred people, and be like, "Oh yeah, we do keggers all the time." But I don't know how you would. Like I lived in a um, back then. I lived in Oklahoma, and you couldn't get kegs in Oklahoma. You had to go to Arkansas. Well, that's where I, that's where I went. I don't know if you were closer to another state in Oklahoma and you, and you went to another state. Okay, fine. But where I lived, you had to go to Arkansas. You drove to Tawny Town, Arkansas. It was the closest town that had kegs. That's where we would go. So if you like lived in the middle of the state, if you lived like around Oklahoma City, I don't know how you had keg parties because you had to drive four hours to go get it. Your high school, your high school parties sucked, probably. Uh, anyway, sorry, I got a little long-winded. I, I talked about it like I was so excited, like I'm going to go get a keg and have a kegger in my backyard and charge my neighbors $5. Uh, it's, it's nothing I'm interested in doing anymore, but you know, but because I'm saying those things, I still don't right now. I don't know if you can get kegs in Oklahoma. I don't know how it is. You know, I'm not a pro beer drinker. I just, but I, I just, just a random thought. I tell you what. I've said this before. People post things on on Facebook, and and the things that they post. Well, some some annoy me, you know. For the, and I'm not. This is that nobody in particular. If you listen to the show, I'm probably not talking to you. But if you do it, stop doing it. The people that have those sayings, you know, that just whatever the saying is. Uh, I don't even I don't even know because I don't have them I don't do them but just the sayings where it's like uh, I'm down but <laughs> look to the stars your day's bright it'll be so much brighter your day's gonna be so, your life's gonna be awesome don't fail ignore fail listen I don't even know if that even makes any sense because I'm not trying to be the motivational speaker I'm just saying that people put that on their Facebook and I don't know why they put it the only the only people I know, excuse me, if you do it and we're friends, I'm actually not talking about anybody. It's just in general. I see it all the time, and it wears me out, where somebody puts something, and then everybody underneath it is like, you got it, girl. You're good. Things are good. You're going to be all right. Things are good. Okay, boy, look. You just keep shooting to the moon. Even if you fall short, you'll land amongst the stars. Anybody ever heard that saying? Now listen to this. If, if <laughs> Like, hey. Shoot for the stars, even if you fall short. No, I said that backwards. Shoot for the moon, even if you land short. (laughs) I I can't even say it. I can't even say the same. Basically, shoot for the moon, 
If you fall short, you'll land amongst the stars. There, there it is. I got it. Um, that's not true. That's not true. I'm not, I'm not an astrologist, but, uh, I'm pretty sure the stars are a lot further away than the moon. I, I, I'm, I think that's a thing. Would that be an accurate statement, uh, for whoever's listening? You know what? I don't even need your input. Stars are way farther than the moon, further than the moon. So that it doesn't make any sense. Don't shoot for the moon, people. Shoot for the stars. And if you fall short, you're you're almost to the stars. <laughs> like I don't even know. If you fall short, you land on the moon. And there's only been a handful of people there. Okay, so that's a good place to be. That's my new saying. I just invented a new saying. Hey, shoot for the stars. Even if you fall short, you'll land on the moon. And there's only been like 12 people there or whatever. You've made it. Yeah, there we go. There's a little motivational Monday for you uh, that I just gave you. And I don't give those tidbits away often. Anyway, um, so people do that. And I don't know. Do you do it for attention? I, I, I don't. I don't get it. Like, I don't mean, I don't, I don't mean it bad. I don't care what you post, but I'm just saying like, if you're, if you're down, I don't know. Am I wrong? Because I wouldn't put my innermost personal feelings on Facebook for everybody to read. So, I mean, I mean, cause I, I think that innermost feelings, you know, if you're keeping somebody updated on like somebody that's sick or something like that, or you know, there's a bad situation, well, that's okay. That's just notifying people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about um, the sayings. Like, you know, like, uh, I'm so depressed. And then and then everybody's like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? You, ah, I don't like it. But, but speaking of that, though, I have friends now on Facebook. I have Facebook friends. And if something's going on, in their lives. And some of it is, is tra- tragic, you know, not to, not to be Debbie downer all of a sudden, but some of it's tragic now. And when those times happen, um, you know, I don't like, sorry for your loss or, or like, they're like, Hey, pr- pray for me. And I'm like, you know, pr- praying, uh, praying everything's okay. Uh, listen, I think I might've said this before. Look, man, I'm, I'm, I've almost, I'm getting close to like 50 shut. Not really. I'm in the 30s. I'm getting close to like 40 shows. I've said a lot of things often, so I guess I should stop saying that. If I say that I'm praying for you, it's because I, then I have to, because it's a lie. If, you, if you're like praying for you, and then you go back to playing PlayStation, you just turn around and be like, yeah, I'm praying for you. And then, and then you're playing Mortal Kombat. Nobody cares. Like it, you're not, you're not really caring. So Yeah. I, I literally have to, uh, like, you got to pray. Like, you got, if you, if you say praying for you, you got to do it. Otherwise, it means nothing. And you're a horrible person if you say those things and you don't do it. So, social media really will consume your life because sometimes I get on there, and there's like 92 people that have problems to say pray for me. And then I got to, I mean, if I read it, I can't. I'm just, if I comment, uh, then that means that's what I'm doing. Um, it depends on the scenario. Um, I have a flat tire on the highway. Pray for me. Well, I probably didn't in those scenarios. I probably didn't. That doesn't mean that it doesn't deserve it. I'm just telling you that I didn't do it. Uh, 
I'm not doing it in those situations. Um, I, I, I got other stuff going. We've all had flat tires. Uh, some people more self-induced. Uh, like my, the night my wife was coming in hot off the highway. So there's a highway pulling into the neighborhood. There's a hot, there's a highway. So, um, I guess she was coming in hot one night and, um, she calls and she said, Hey, I blew up both tires. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, I don't know. I was just was pulling in. I'm like, well, how are you pulling in? Remember it's off the highway. It's like, so how are you pulling in? What do you mean? And cause it, you know, it's this, uh, whatever. So the housing addition and they got that, you know, the sign where you pull in, they try to fancy the deal up. And so <laughs> I said, uh, well, how are you pulling in? She's like, I don't know. I just pull in the same way every time I was like, now I said, now were you coming in hot? That's what I said. And she's like, no. And I'm like, Oh, you were a hundred percent coming in hot. So going a little fast, ran up on the curb, blew up both tires. See for that. If she put on Facebook in that scenario, whether it was you or my wife, and they're like, yeah, uh, pray for me, blew up both tires. That's one of those times where I would just be like, hey, this just trying to be an idiot. Oh, by the way, sorry, everybody, sorry, sorry. I'm not calling my wife an idiot. I'm saying that's the kind of stuff that goes through my head when I when I think of those things. I'm not I'm not calling her an idiot. That's but I but but uh, there's a difference in me calling you an idiot. And me saying you were driving like one. Now nah, that's different, I think. So I don't need I don't need people getting uh getting all wadded up there over that comment. Especially you, babe. Hey, especially you, babe. Um well anyway, now that I got all that out of the way, I should say this. I guess this announcing thing is really uh, like a thing. Uh, somebody asked me today if I would announce uh, a basketball, it was a game, but it was an award ceremony for this, uh, another basketball league, no, something I'm completely not a part of. They were playing stick horse basketball. Now, does anybody remember stick horse? Speaking of keg parties and, and, uh, <laughs> speaking of keg parties and, uh, whatever else I talked about at first, one of donkey basketball games, they used to have stick horses. I, listen, apart from going outside, people who are like 70 years old, 75 years old, 80 years old, man, what did you guys do? Your toys sucked. Like, you guys played stick horses. You played pretend with a broomstick with like a plastic horse head on the top. And uh, because they were playing... <laughs> The other night they were playing stick horse basketball, but the stick horses were blow up. They were, you know, like you blew it up. So they were like all soft. So, you know, so the sticks wouldn't hurt each other. You wouldn't hurt each other with the sticks. Um, but, and then, but for real though, the original stick horses, I'm not talking about that game anymore. The original stick horses, what, you had to really be imaginative to, to, to play stick horses. <laughs> hey, hey, Billy, you want to come over and play stick horse today? Like, yeah, I got a new stick horse yesterday. Yes, we'll go riding together in 10 minutes. <laughs> and then and then I guess they go in each other's yards, and then they mount up their stick. You put the stick in between your legs. And uh, some stick horses, from memory, even had a little uh, the bridle thing, you know, that you held the reins. You held the reins. 
And, uh, and of course, you had to hold the stick with the other leg unless you really wanted to squeeze the stick in your thighs and, like, hop around. Uh, so, and, and then I guess you ride. You know, you ride around the block. And, um, you know, I tell you what probably people had. You probably... You probably had real-looking cap guns, people that are 75. You probably had that. You know, the cap guns look different because now the rules have changed in the world and you can't have guns that look like real guns. You can't have toy guns that look like real guns, I believe. That's why when you go to Walmart, you see all the the orange. There's always an orange tip, so you know. Um, So you guys probably had better cap guns, but just going and playing stick horse, Hey, man, you want to go on a stick horse ride today? You, I couldn't imagine a worse thing to do a stick horse ride because, hey, I rode 10 miles a day on my stick horse. Nah, man, you didn't walk 10 miles on your stick horse. <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't ride 10 miles on your stick horse. You literally walked 10 miles. You physically walked 10 miles on your 10-mile stick horse ride because you did all the work to stick. I mean, marbles. People played marbles and stick horse. And now if you gambled playing marbles, probably added a little more excitement to your marble game. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. You know, I bet I can. Actually, I don't even know how you play marbles. I don't. I was thinking of jacks. There you go again. Hey, let's bounce this ball. I'm going to bounce this ball. See how many jacks I can pick up. One bounce, two jacks. Oh, I got four jacks in that one. But your toys back then were horrible. That sucked. Uh, Now, you were outside more. You probably knew how to garden. You probably knew how to do those things. Some people still do. Most people don't. Um, But you can can learn anything on the internet. I'm not going down that path. Listen, guys, it's been 30 minutes. If you're not doing anything tomorrow, I encourage you to go buy a stick horse and go riding with your kids around the block. So it's an activity that's fun. It's an activity that's fun for all ages. And, uh, you know, your family get a lot of enjoyment out of it. You know, people ride real horses uh, across fields. You know, just have live talks. I've seen the movies. Go get a stick horse tomorrow and improve your life. Thank you for listening to the Life and Times podcast. I sure do love everybody. Have a good week.